Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. In this segment, believe it or not, home foreclosures are starting to rise again nationwide. I'm not sure if it is a trend that is going to get bad fast. I don't believe that it will, but foreclosures are starting to rise. And then should you buy a starter home or wait until you can afford to buy a forever home? I'm going to be interested in hearing your opinion, Christy, and I'll give mine as well. My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. I'm joined in the studio by my business partner, Christy Valley. Hello. And I'm glad to have you here. You're <laughs> doing you. such a great job on the show, and I absolutely love it. And our goal with this show is to help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with total, total confidence and without all the worry that's typical with life's biggest investments. Yes. I just bought a townhome. Exciting. Had a home inspection. Okay. Every home inspection you can possibly find from probably one of the most detailed home inspectors in Metro Atlanta. Okay. The other day, after I bought my town home, they put the garage door down, and the whole bottom piece, the bottom section of the garage door, became detached from the rest of the garage door. Well, that's exciting. So we don't want people to have surprises after closing that they don't want. We don't want them to learn anything after closing they should have learned before. Right. I wasn't surprised that that happened. You already know about it? Because I didn't know that it was going to fall off. But I knew that I was going to have to replace the door because something had happened before and they had kind of screwed it all together and things like that. And so really, we're adults. If Mm -hmm. we want to buy a home that has some potential risk for us in the future, okay, we can do that. Right. But we shouldn't as home buyers and we shouldn't as home sellers learn something after closing that we should have learned before. Can you imagine as a home seller learning that you could have sold your home for more? after you had already gotten your check and check and move on down the road yeah that's that's terrible or what if you disclose something incorrectly and your real estate agent didn't give you good advice on what needs to be fixed or things like that and then now the home sell home buyer says hey the neighbors say you already know about this Mm -hmm. so you're gonna have to fix it yeah you don't want to learn that kind of stuff after closing so you need to work with the right people if you want to connect with us it is easy if you want to work with us just dial 770-497-0000 or if you're online now just go to gogaddisradio.com g-o-g-a-d-d-i-s radio.com you can ask questions answer on air off air you can make comments you can push back i promise you (laughs) i get several people every single month uh, disagree with my opinion on something. And I have learned a lot by listening to the opinions of people who are way, way better versed in in the subject matter than I am. So if you want to push back, go to the gogaddisradio.com and do that. You can share your ideas. You can also ask for your neighborhood to be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And you can subscribe to our podcast. And Christy, of the total podcasting platforms out there, what percentage of them are we on? All of them. All of them. That's exactly right. All of them. So you were in business 2008 to 2012. Now, you were doing a little more property management business than you were real real estate. back. That's, that's a, that, was a, no. that was a rude way to say that. No, you're I, right. no property management is real estate, yes. but doing real estate transactions at the time. Yes. And so I was doing nothing but normal market transactions. And once that market started to shift, it was amazing how the market just took a dive so fast. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I know, 35% or 30% of all the closings in Metro Atlanta were some type of distressed property. A foreclosure, 
a deed in lieu of foreclosure, a short sale, things like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's just amazing. So let's take a look and see what's happening. Now, if foreclosures are up, and I'll just go ahead and tell you right now, listening audience, foreclosures were up 14% in the last month. Foreclosures were up 7% from April and 14% from a year ago. So definitely okay. definitely moving up. The number is still relatively small. Right. Throughout the country, 23,245 foreclosure starts began in the month of May. Okay. Let's put that in perspective. In over the four-year period, uh, 2008 to 2012, there were 2.2 million right. foreclosures in the U.S. 2.2 million. So we're still in pretty good shape. Now, don't read ahead in the article. <laughs> don't read ahead in the article. Okay. If the, if you had to guess what states out there might lead the way in terms of foreclosure activity, which states would you think? Oh, my. Let's see. Uh, Florida? Bingo. That is number one. Second home market, maybe? Uh, well, no, I think it's the state with the most alligators. Okay. That That's okay. how you decide whether or not you have the <laughs> have the most foreclosures. Everything, there's a lot of crazy stuff happens in Florida. Yes. There's a lot of crazy stuff. What did you say the reason? My thinking is people have second homes there, and that's the first thing that they would just, if they're having financial trouble, that they would let go. I never thought about that. Yeah. I never thought about that. So uh, based on some of the reality TV shows that I, uh, that are set in Florida, it, it could be that the people are not smart enough to make their payments. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Did I say that on air? Sorry, I didn't mean that. But you know what I'm talking about, yes, right? Sometimes yes. it's like, oh, goodness gracious. Okay, Florida. What what who would you, what state would you say is next? Um, I mean, I would just jump <laughs> all the way over to California. Oh, come on. You got it. You nailed a second one as well. I haven't even read ahead. Yep. So in the state of Florida, 2,901. One foreclosures got started. State of California, 2,451. That's an apples to oranges comparison because California's a lot bigger. Where would you say the third state is? And you, there's no way uh, you can get this right. You cannot get three for three. I'm going to guess New York. New Oh, so close. The third is Texas, okay. where 2,286 properties fell into the foreclosure column. And then Illinois and New York would be fourth and fifth at 1,358 foreclosures. And this is just the process of foreclosure right. beginning. This is not really a foreclosure. Right. And 1,287. I think the reality is that there's a lot of people who are under you know, financial distress. Absolutely. There are businesses that are, are uh, suffering, having to lay off people because of either the fact that they were a tech company and they spent like crazy and, and weren't unfortunately even based in reality or in some cases i mean uh, inflation is just causing significant problems for um you know for homeowners and I, i'm gonna be honest with you i really feel for somebody who loses their home because they cannot afford to pay for it yeah it's very sad yeah it's a sad situation and think about that in many cases that home that's the that is the sort of the it's the structure. It's mm -hmm. it's what provides stability for the family, and I know I know right. we, you, we should be able to have stability anywhere. But then that gets ripped out from under them. In the 2008 to 2012 recession, you know it was sad because mm -hmm. in, so, in so many cases you would have married couples who now hated each other, and then as a third person to hate, they hated the house, mm -hmm. and it was so sad. I was glad to help them move on. I was glad to put fresh energy in those houses, right. but it's uh, it's way better to leave a home and be sad than it is to leave a home and be glad. Yeah, we were um, experiencing people coming to us in property management saying, you know, we need to 
we need to leave. We need to transfer to, for a job or we oh, need right. to go somewhere else, but we are, we're upside down. Right. And a lot of our business and property management was what we called <clears throat> accidental landlords. People who didn't oh. really want to be a landlord, but they were trying to avoid foreclosure. And that's probably not the landlords that make the best decisions because yeah. they don't have any extra money. That's yeah. a sad situation. It is. So they're trying to, to I mean, and if any of those kept their property during that whole time and they still own them, then they're very glad they did but could be a very difficult situation. Right. So let's change subjects. And if you just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. I'm a real estate broker and a team leader right here in Metro Atlanta. And I am joined in the studio today by my business partner, Christy Valley. Our families share 37 years worth of history in Atlanta real estate. Absolutely. And uh, we are, as the name says, we're giving a modern spin on all of the traditions that have been developed over the years in real estate. So if you were a first time home buyer, would you personally, and put you put yourself back when you and Chris were in this position, um, would you buy a starter home or would you choose to rent and wait until you could afford what you would believe maybe is your forever home? Probably wouldn't be if you bought it as your first home. What would you do? So we were in that position and we oh. were trying to decide, yeah. do we rent an apartment or do we go ahead and buy something that may not be, you know, our dream house? Mm-hmm. Um, we ultimately chose to purchase a, a small home. Mm-hmm. It was further out. It was not our dream home. So how far out did you have to live compared to where you wanted to live? Um, probably 10 miles. 10 miles. So you, you, you wanted to go where? Where did you want to move? Duluth? So we're, we're from Buford. Buford. So, so you wanted to be in Buford. And we ended up buying a house in Auburn. In Auburn. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And so that's... Auburn is... Further. Is, but it's east, correct? Yeah. yeah. Buford, yeah. Okay. All right. So, but you found your little house. Found a little house. Yeah. And how did it work out for you? Great. We stayed in it exactly two years and one day (laughs) and we moved to a little bit bigger house. Not, not much bigger, but being in real estate, I was in real estate. Um, you see so many houses, you have a hard time not moving. We've moved four or five times. Well, you find interesting opportunities. I have not moved in the last 24 years, except in the last two weeks. Right. And I moved and it's not easy to move (laughs) after 24 years. It's not easy to move. I consider a forever home really 20 years. Okay. And now I'm not saying that's right. That's just what I consider it to be. And I would say hands down, my answer to that question is if it is go ahead and buy a starter home Mm -hmm. or wait for your forever home buy the starter home because my guess is you bought your starter home and that gave you and Chris some additional seed money to use to get into the next home that worked better and the next home to work better. And I would assume you've been able to accumulate some equity over the years with five purchases. Yes. That's awesome. This segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They're a full service law firm with 26 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. Firm specializes in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation and real estate contract review, and title insurance matters. They can be reached by calling 770-497-1880. I'm going to go back to for just a second because we've got a few little bit, a uh, little bit of time left sure. in. Oh, by the way, if you want to sell your house for twenty-eight thousand dollars more than your neighbor sold his or her home for. Go to gogaddisradio.com, click on $28,000 more. You'll be on and off that site in 30 seconds, and I will personally help you figure out how to sell your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor. Let's do this. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, Rivermont.
Okay. Subdivision in Johns Creek. And if you win the lottery, what should you do next? I say buy a home from Modern Traditions Realty Group. <laughs> and why invest in real estate? Stick with us. We'll be back.